What's up, guys? How are you? It's fucking Tuesday. A beautiful Tuesday. The sun is shining. There's little clouds in the sky. It rained a little bit earlier, so it's cool. I mean, that's me here in the mountains. I don't know about y'all. Like, Florida and shit is like 110 degrees today, so ha-ha, fuck y'all. Um, but today, we got a fucking fun one. So we're gonna, let's get right fucking to it, shall we? Welcome everybody to Suck It. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today on this beautiful Tuesday, July 13th of the horrible year that has been 20 fucking 21? Woo! Guys, we got some big shit on the horizon. Let me just tell you. Not only do I have a full week ahead of me here with a bunch of good stuff going on, in the coming weeks, I'm going to be having a feature on a bunch of different bands coming out of the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Um, I've got about 10 of those scheduled coming up, so we're going to be able to promote the shit out of that event, which I will be at. So if you're there, come fucking look for me. But um, so we got a bunch of cool stuff going on with that. I'm really, really stoked to announce the bands that we got from there. We got some major headliners coming, and we got some major. Things are going on with that, so be on the lookout for that. But today is a different story. Today, I am talking to the lead singer of a pretty fucking badass punk band <laughs> out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, the album comes out August 13th called Queen of Swords. And it is a amazing album. I listened to it this morning. It is pretty fucking badass. I was pretty stoked about it. And um, got a really cool um, other track on there, which I really, really enjoy, called Defend Your Temple. So we'll talk about all that and more with Rosie Rebel of Typhoid Rosie. Aha, what's up? Hey, Rosie, how are you? Yeah, good. I'm good. How about yourself? You know what? I could not be better. That's a good attitude to have. You know, it is. I mean... That's just how shit goes, right? Yeah, you don't want you don't want to peak too hard, Derek. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I mean, I could still go up from here. Yeah, but, you know, I'm at a pretty good, mm. you know, level right now. I like to keep it a minus, you know. I like to hover around B plus because then I can go, you know, I can go either way. <laughs> when I was in um, high school, I took photography, and my photography teacher hated me. And he gave me like an F minus. He was like, F is not low enough. Like, <laughs> I feel very hurt. Is, 
Is that minus even a thing? That's that's pretty. Well, <laughs> I have to make a new worst grade for her. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can. I think you're yeah. successful in that. Haters, haters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Screw teachers. Well, those people are like all throughout your life. They're just like throwing monkey wrenches at you, you know? <laughs> Trying to like throwing banana peels out. Yeah, walking on the street. They go like around the corner. Yeah. That's just uh, no, how Jared. it goes. That's just how it goes. So Yeah, that's true. So how's things up in New York for you? Uh, you know, I I work on um, movies. I do like props and set dressing, but I took a little time off because the album's coming out and I get to hang out with you. And <laughs> I'm sure you wrote like, I don't know if you read like what I wrote, but it's like a crazy person. Like <laughs> the way we treat women. So um, I read that, you know, cause I always read the, I, I don't always like to read the uh, press releases. Um, Cause I like to get an idea of who you are by doing other things. But let me just tell you right now, the, uh, your Instagram page sold me on you for life. Like, Oh, thank man, you. You are insane yes. in the best fucking <gasps> possible way. <gasps> yeah. I thank mean, you. yeah. I mean, you are a badass, and, uh, <laughs> I, uh, um, appreciate the, um, yeah, I appreciate that very, very much. What's your sign? I am an Aries. Are you? Because you're a fellow fire sign. We just kind of get each other. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely hard-headed. I'm all those different things. I mean, I, I, I scream Aries in every possible way. I love the fire signs. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, but I think I like Aries better than Leo, because Leo, I don't want to talk shit about Leo, but they are a little... Like when you're talking, they're like, nah, nah, nah. Like they have to like be in control and you feel like you're in a corner and they're like poking your chest and you're like, hi, yeah, like, well, you know, yeah. I get like an inch of breathing room. Yeah, I get you on that one. What sign are you? Sagittarius. You're a Sagittarius. Yeah. When's your birthday? Uh, November 26th. Okay. I was born on Thanksgiving at home. Nice. And my, my brothers like saw me come out. They saw it all. They were like, one of them was like throwing up, but I think like he still like hates me. <laughs> and yeah, was, and, uh, that's, a, that's a hell of a you know yeah, a Thanksgiving mm -hmm. present. Oh, let me watch my my sister come out of my mom's vagina. That sounds well, fantastic. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm. But you know what? The I I studied history at Columbia, but like one of the things is for like for like all of time. People were born at home and they died at home. It's just, it's like, personally, dying at home is a nice way to go out, I think, you know? I, I kind of agree with you on that. However, the house that I'm in right now, somebody died in and I'm trying to, I'm kind of creeped out about it. <gasps> Get a Ouija board, like, come in, say us. He hasn't said anything to us or done anything to us, but, you know, I, I, I know he just kind of creeps around the corner just watching us do dirty things, and that's kind of weird for me. Oh, you feel it. You feel it. You're like, I, I can, I get, like, a, I feel can it. I get, like, an inch of breathing room? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I feel you on that. That's exactly right. So um, how has things been for you guys? Um, and I know you're – I believe your husband's the drummer, right? Yeah. So how has yeah. it been – for you guys, both of you guys being musicians, stuck in a house for the last year or so, not being able to go out and do awesome stuff. Uh, we, 
our record during COVID. Like at the beginning, like when actually we did pretty well. Like it's kind of creepy. Like we actually thrived during COVID. We're like, yeah, like no people. Do, 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 do. Like we had like the, we, we kind of thrived. I'm not gonna lie. So we made a record mm-hmm. in our house. I recorded on an SM58, which you know is like the live mic. So correct. This record like sounds the most like me. And our guitar player recorded like at into an amp, like, you know, at his house. And then only the bass player and the drummer went into the studio. So I never even set foot in the studio on this one. That's what's so cool about it. But in the beginning, like we didn't, we didn't kind of know how we were going to do it. So my, my, my drummer, we like get up at like five o'clock in the morning. He, he's sitting there with the guitar. He wrote like, he played the rhythm guitar. He wrote like a lot of the bass and guitar parts. Unless like, unless it evolved in a certain way where if our bass player had something better or the guitar player had something better for that, you know, mm-hmm. we, we just go with that. Um, but yeah, so he made all the recorded like on electronic drums, bass, guitar, then sent the tracks out and then everybody else could practice along to them and then add their parts on top of it. But the whole record was made like, it had to it had to be like exported through garage band and like an engineer was you know had to like line everything up and so it like a lot of times like during the beginning of covid i felt like i felt like super i felt sick for like a week or two weeks and i felt like i had like asthma so like i would do a song maybe like one song a day but he was driving me nuts with that. We'd be like fighting and screaming, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you know, you remember. It's the relationships are the, it's the good and the bad. Yeah. You know, but um, a lot of times he's really fucking right about everything. Like musically, I'm, I'm like a baby. I was a comedian. I just kind of like stumbled into this and it's like, oh shit, I can like, I'm very good at coming up with vocal hooks and writing. I didn't know I could do that. I used to like, I think poetry is for like crybabies, and now I'm like, okay, you know, okay. Yeah. Poetry um, is music. So, you know? um, I'm a comedian as well, so I love that about you. Are you? Yes. I feel it. I feel that. Yes, that is uh that is my biggest passion, other than this. Um, yeah, there's nothing better than being on stage and making people laugh. I agree with you. I mean, and I. I- I've been on stage, you know, as a guitarist and, you know, been in bands before back in, you know, my early 20s, but this just doesn't compare. I mean, there's nothing compared to making people laugh but up there by yourself, having control of that crowd in the way you do. It just, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, with, with having a band, I, I can bring the comedy into it mm-hmm. and it's so much fun, but then we could like sing and we could dance together and run around and I, I, I love doing comedy too, but it's probably... One of the craziest things about it, I had like a very tragic childhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So much like fighting, like my parents got divorced. And that's why it's interesting. This record's called like the Queen of Swords. Like I saw my parents like trying to bury each other a couple times. Like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I came, this is crazy. I came outside one time and my dad was like burning my mom's wedding dress. Holy shit. Like, that's how pissed he was. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, get back in the house. That's pretty fucking extreme. Holy crap. Isn't it? Like, people are passionate. <laughs> Apparently. People are fucking, uh, you know, like, 
I don't know. It's uh, I grew up in that world, and like now I'm a little bit older, and I kind of understand. Now I understand. Like sometimes you have to cut people out of your life. You have to. Yeah. But I, I was gonna say probably who you are and like who I am. Like there's some kind of like thing that like you you became funny for survival to like lift other people's spirits or like, you know, that's who I am. Yeah. I think that's definitely part of it. But the other part about it was, um, I suffer from a lot of mental health issues. So I think, you know, being comedic and funny helps me get out of my own head sometimes. So like if things are going too serious or things are going too straight and narrow, my comedy comes in and kind of, yeah. takes my takes me out of that headspace of seriousness for a moment and allows me a moment of clarity. Yeah. You I always say like I I should be meditating more too because I I get I get like that. Everyone's like affected by like the seasons and like they don't get outside enough. Like everyone, you know, has to fight. I think you have to fight. You have to fight for your happiness. You do. You definitely have to fight for your happiness. And um I, I've been I've learned up that over the lot over the last year, um, you know, I, me and my wife split up back in November, and uh, you know I, I came to a conclusion really quick about what was making me happy and what wasn't, and uh, you know I, I spent the last eight nine months really kind of clear you know put you know going through a, you know definitely a spiritual awakening as far as like you know what I want out of my life and what I want to do tomorrow versus being content and you know, making sure that everyone else around me is happy without, you know, thinking about myself. So yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Ah, oh, that's beautiful though. Yes. That's beautiful. I, 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 I was, I listened to a lot of tarot and this record is very like tarot inspired, but everybody thinks like everyone looks for like the 10 of cups, which is like the happy raptor and the white picket fence and like the person who completes you. And, one of these readers was like, listen, it's not about that. It's really about the one, there's one cup called the, the nine of cups, right before the 10 of cups. And that is like, when you are so secure and like whole in yourself, yeah. then everybody comes around. But sometimes when you're not, then you get, we get into these like cycles and relationships and it's just like all of our, all of our, <laughs> I don't know, like our, our, our wounds from like childhood or playing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I do tarot every morning uh, so as soon as we wake up. Yeah, we're very spiritual. You are know, you serious? Yeah, we are. Yeah. This was meant to be. It was. Yes, we did. We do it every morning. Um, yeah. So you, you gotta check this, out this deck. I wanted to show you because you. I'll show you guys saw our record cover. It's like this is our T-shirt. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. I want to tell you about this. Can you see that? The bleeding. Yes. Yes. That album cover is sick, by the way. Yes. So check this out. There's this deck. It's called the Zombie Tarot. Okay. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah, that, yeah. It's really fucking. Look at this little zombie hands <laughs> popping out. Like I think like you know like somebody like you're like you trying to bury them like your ex boyfriend like I thought I buried you like their <laughs> little fucking hand pops out of the ground. But this guy's name's Paul, and I I'm, I don't even know this because my drummer got in touch with him. I told him I wanted Queen of Swords and we talked about what we wanted for the record cover. He found this guy, Paul Keeple or Keppel. It's from Headcase Designs, but it's called the Zombie Tarot. It's the coolest fucking deck I've ever seen. Like That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like the whole shit. I'm trying to find like someone. Oh, this one's good. This one's good. Where's the lovers? I just saw it. 
But um, so he did our cover. Now check this out. This is so fucking crazy. I just want to show you this card. This one looks cool. Wait, where are I? Yeah, this is so hard. I'm oh, gonna wait, give up there soon. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I lost my mom and grandma on the same weekend, right? My grandma was like old, but my mom, I wasn't ready to see mm -hmm. her go. And I didn't get to say goodbye. She like had an aneurysm at my grandma's funeral. Holy God. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot. I cry like I'll, I cry all the times, so all the time. I like one time I lost it on some poor shoemaker. All he did was ask me if I was OK. And I was like, ah, ah, like, ah, like this poor stranger. My rubber band just snapped and getting my braces off. Anyway, he's like, well, you have, I felt bad crying all over this poor stranger. But mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, I'm, I have to wear my rubber bands. I'm getting my braces off soon. I want it to be good. And this, this, so three days after my mom died, I was like, it was horrible. I would like wake up. I wake up like crying. Like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? I saw my mom in a dream, like three days later, my mom looked at me. She was like, oh my God. Like, she was like, your eyes, your eyes are bleeding. And she was yelling at me like, huh? like, mom, you want to talk about something else? Like, I miss you. Where are you? You know? Mm -hmm. it, and I would look for her everywhere, go outside, like to the birds, like, where's my mom? Cause it's like, I feel like death is like the greatest disappearing trick of all. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over at all. Death is only the beginning. Oh, what? Like spoken like a true tarot. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good card when it comes out. But anyway, my husband had a dream that my eyes were bleeding. So this artist, Paul Keppel, Keppel of Headcase Designs, who did the zombie tarot, who did our cover. Here's the thing. We told him everything. We, in the foreground, there's a person laying down with, 10 swords in their back, that's the 10 of swords. And there's songs about that. And then on the clock is 111 because I see synchronicities all the time. Like I see 111 all the time. There's a song called 111 on the record. Mm -hmm. Then if you, there's just a guy reading the paper on the couch and we wanted like an old school jukebox, but the guy put in Oregon. I was like, that's weird. Cause my, I was passed in Oregon like through my grandmother, my great grandmother. So we're like, we'll keep it. Looks like my grandma's Oregon, we'll keep it. And then there's out the window, there's the, t the tower. It's a radio tower, people falling. And the car is the chariot. So like, there, and we told him all that stuff, but he made her eyes bleeding. We didn't tell him. And like, I didn't tell him that I had a dream that my mom was like, your eyes are bleeding. So I'm like, this is, this is creepy. <laughs> you know? This yeah, that's, that's. This is gonna be something. That is, um. That is pretty freaking creepy, and yeah, that's that's that was a sign of you did the right thing with that one. Chose you chose the right artist for that. You, yeah, and you, but but it's like sometimes like you're just kind of following like your heart or the voices popping in your heads, and it it ends up like it's all meant to be. You're just yeah. you're supposed to do that at that moment. Yeah. Ooh, that that's. Damn, just, that is that is that just hit me pretty hard. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, I mean, cause, well, the, the first to hear that your mom and grandmother died in the same weekend, and your mom died at your grandmother's funeral, just yeah. that just that's. Listen to this. Mm. Their birthdays were three day, three days apart. 
they died three days apart, both of a brain injury in the same hospital. And I remember, I remember looking up because it was a full moon, you know, like all the shit happens on that's when the Reaper does his best work, yeah, right? Of course. And Superstorm Sandy. My mom was saying shit like she, my grandma's in the hospital and my mom like wouldn't leave her side. My mom said, I'm going to chase the Reaper out of here. It's like, I remember her saying that. And I remember looking at the full moon, just feeling like, like, like it's never, woo, hold on. Like it's, it's never going to be the same, my life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then I made, whoa, look, I got, woo. Sorry, sorry. Don't be sorry. You're not the first person to cry on this show. It's fine. Oh, that's good. No, but tears are, uh, tears are, I feel like they're important. Like, you're supposed to cry. Like, have you ever seen a waterfall? Like, it's so beautiful. And, like, Mm. you're letting go. Otherwise, people are just holding on to that pain. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I mean... Yeah, like I said, you're not the first person to cry on the show, and you won't be the last. I mean, because I, I focus a lot on mental health, you know, and music, you know, combined as one thing. So that, you know, is a uh, is a very powerful message sometimes, and uh, you know, it has some. It, it kind of, you know, brings out the emotion sometimes. <laughs> oh, and but I like here's the thing. Like I didn't know like how I was going to survive that one, and I made a record called "Hearts Bleed Goodbye." That's that one is like, that one was like heart wrenching. But then after that, every single record we made is like, like life is hard. Like it's fucking hard as hell. Get the fuck up, get up, get up. Yeah, it's hard. Get up and fight for your life. Mm-hmm. Fight for your happiness. You got like this much time, all of us. We really do, you know? So it's like, and you're, we're, we're sent here, like, we're meant to, like, learn certain lessons. Some people never learn. They just sit on the same fucking ride at the park wondering, like, <laughs> like I did that. It'll be different person, same, same problem, same shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, you can never sit stagnant. I mean, you know, after, you know, everything that happened with my... Uh, my wife last year and, you know, we split up, you know, I, I, you know, questioned whether or not I was deserving of happiness. I questioned whether or not I was deserving of love for myself or love from other people. And, you know, it it was a struggle day after day, after day, after day, after day. And, you know, it wasn't until recently that I realized that, you know, there's more to life than that. And, uh, there's, I was definitely deserving of that, but you know, all it takes is, you know, perseverance and your own mental willpower to make sure that you, you get up and, you know, power through every day. Yeah. Yeah. So every, every record we made since then, and this last one is rocket, like it's rocket fuel. I don't even know how to describe it any other way. It's, and it's, we really do have that much time. Like, think about it. Like you have X amount of years, but one third of your day, you're sleeping. Half of it, most people are working. So like, that's already one third. And then another, that's 75% gone so like and then you have what do you got left 25 percent for you and for everybody else Mm -hmm. and all these other people some people get in the way they get in the way and you know what they waste your time like i'm gonna just tell you like i have one i I show you i'll make my own card deck like i take playing cards and then i do you know like whatever i have one card that's called debbie isca riot like judas like judas Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like because my mom was like, my mom was at her funeral. My mom had, this is, I'll tell you what happened, but 
she she went back in to my grandmother's to get the ring, this ring off my grandma's. She wanted my, my her parents' wedding ring, which is like a very sacred. And it, my mom, we all said like, come with us. My mom, we think she had like an aneurysm like before that, but she was coming out, she made a left going the wrong way and she crashed, like going to the repass, she crashed like in such slow motion mm -hmm. that the other person stopped their car and they're like, they were like, you know, like she must not, I don't know, there's something wrong. Like, cause like, you know, yeah. it was so slow. And so then she came and it was like, she, she comes to the firehouse and it was like, she like had a concussion. Like she was acting funny. She's calling other people the wrong names, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was almost like, she was like a little like tipsy, but my mom like didn't drink really. And she looks around, right? This is the day her mother, she, her mother's wake. And she looks around, she goes, where the fuck is Debbie? Like that. Like, where's my best friend? Like, where, where is she? Like, she was losing it, but she clicked on that. And I thought about like, how much my mom of her time she gave to other people. Like my mom was like a little girl scout. Like if somebody was sick, my mom showed up with soup. Like she did everything for everybody else. And in, and on the day, like when she all, like her friend lived in the same state. She was like, you gotta, she couldn't be here. So I have a Debbie Iskariah card. Cause sometimes you think people are your friends and then you find out, oh my God, you know, she was fucking like, what? Like Debbie, Debbie, you know? <laughs> Debbie Iskariah. <laughs> like Jesus is on the cross. He's like, Debbie, you baked them cookies. The people who murdered me. <laughs> Debbie Iskariah. Oh, that's yeah. great. You, you guys are cool. We should hang out. I feel like you're my people. <laughs> you guys are cool. We probably are your people. Um, you are my, I can tell. Yeah, we're good people. Right, babe? We're good people? We're good people. I'll show <laughs> Babe, right? Of course you are. I can tell. Check out this card is, this is Carol, Carol card. Okay. This is the chick who's like, she's so fucking boring, but like she, this, this really happened to us. Like in my family, we're very charismatic, loud and funny and we're great storytellers, but nobody listens to each other. Nobody talks in a normal tone of voice. So all of our voices just get louder. And she's like a quiet person who just kind of matters into my crazy family. But one day she's sitting there and she goes, you know, people tell me, Carol, you have to write a book about your life. And like not, no one else in my family is listening because they're all narcissists, right? And I'm listening and I'm like, what'd she say? And then she repeated herself. And my husband heard it too. I was like, oh my God. So this car is like, please don't write a book. Carol, take your memoir, like throw it into the eye of the volcano. Like, you know what I mean? Please destroy that thing before it ever gets out. Cause it's so boring. It's so boring. Your life is so boring. And there's literally, you know, like there's nothing worth, you know, go and fucking like Carol, go to a truck stop and go see a glory hole or something. I don't mean that, but you don't need to do something, Carol. Um, you know, well, no, maybe Carol does need to go to a truck stop glory hole. I mean, those maybe are, she is. Maybe, no, that, that would be the twist. Like if she really was like this yeah. renegade, renegade. I mean, like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure everyone's got a good truck stop glory hole story. You really? 
I don't. No, no, but you know what's really funny? Like, about Chuck Stops, like, as any time we pass through, I turn into, like, the most white trash girl. I start looking, like, I start looking at the knives, like, I did this, that, and, like, I start buying camo, like, like a, yeah, like an American flag bandana. It's like, who are you, Rosie? I don't even know you. <laughs> Now you can get some of the trashiest, awesome stuff at truck stops, let me just say. Kick your summer off in style with the brand that's reinventing men's basics, Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is so much more than just underwear. Their full collection includes t-shirts, polos, button-ups, shorts, pants, swims, and so much more. With light and breathable fabric technology, Mack Weldon keeps you cool and comfortable all summer. From work to working out, Happy hour to playing with your kids. Mack Weldon has men's essentials for whatever your day includes. Dive into Mack Weldon's swim line with trunk and board short options that are quick to dry and have four-way stretch fabric. When on the golf course, Mack Weldon's dry-knit t-shirt polo keeps you cool and dry all day long with moisture-wicking trans-dry technology. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Suckit, all one word, Suckit, and enter promo code Suckit. That's MacWeldon.com slash Suckit, promo code Suckit, for 20% off. MacWeldon, reinventing men's basics. Oh, there's this one performer we, we, we played in Holyoke. That was our first show, uh, Holyoke, Massachusetts, and they're like the best. I can't even, it's like, when I when I went to shows when I was 15 years old, the way punk shows were back then mm-hmm. is like that place. It's like this magical little, I, it's called Holyoke. It's like, it's amazing. Anyway, and it's got this other place called the Donut Plant. And we, it's like made it like from the 50s and they have like the best donuts. And everyone's all cranky and yelling like, you know? <laughs> They get pissed if you're like sitting on the curb, like you take my pocket spot, whatever. But this place, what were we saying? We had we were having the best show. Now my ADHD is getting. I totally forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. You're talking about Holyoke and the playing your first show and truck stops and people yelling about. Oh, hard stops. thank you, thank you, thank you. Truck stops. <laughs> so, so, so um, there's this performer called Marianne Toilet. And, and it's like a it's like a punk like a punk singer performs in drag and she just did herself with the guitar but like she has a whole band and she was really awesome really fucking awesome and I, I was talking to her and she was saying like um that in truck stops like they sell like a lot of like you know and I I'm not gonna diss I'm not dissing Jesus but they sell like Jesus you know tapes the gospel and mm-hmm. people you know those people yeah, yeah those people yeah. church church talk <laughs> that's what i was trying to say and so she puts her mary and toilet cds like in the at the truck stop like in the church talk bin she's like Whoop! <laughs> that's i was true. like you're cool she's like thinking about the trucker that likes you know looking for jesus and picks up her weird picks up the weird stuff yeah yeah i don't know what her album's called like platinum diarrhea or something you know <laughs> i don't know what it was called i gotta but she's marianne toilet yeah she's that cool that i'll have to look that up because that the whole gimmick itself sounds pretty badass yeah you got maybe we'll do a show rosie and marianne toilet in pennsylvania with you, you do stand up. We'll have a band. I am there for it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Yeah. And, um, you are not too far away at all, so that we could do that. Yeah. No, we're really not. No, we're not. Yeah, we're playing in Pennsylvania, uh, Le Lebanon, Pennsylvania, October thirtieth. Oh, it's okay. probably too far for you. Where's how far away is Lebanon, babe? Babe. <laughs> how long? Oh, it's only an hour your, away. What's what's your girlfriend's name? Mary. Tell her I said hi. Mary Rosie says hi. <laughs> she says hi. <laughs> tell her tell her we're gonna be tarot friends. She says you she wants you to be tarot friends. She said yes please. <laughs> cool, cool. Um no, oh. but Lebanon's only an hour away, so we we'll definitely <gasps> We'll be there. Oh, we o should. October thirtieth, we will be there. What if we should ask him if you could do some stand up? I don't know, there's but on that one there's like four or five maybe four whatever. I have a flyer. Okay. I'm I have like terrible ADHD. It's a real disease, so it is I I, also, I'm, I'm there with you. I also struggle with mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but no, uh, we will definitely be there on the 30th. Absolutely. Cool. I would love to hang out with you. We so that, you know, that's, it's, it's confirmed. It's done. Yeah. I, man, we, and I love, uh, I love, we play, is it Wilkes? Wilkes-Barre. Mm -hmm. Every time I, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. We did that and we had a great show there. I, we think that like, when we get out of New York City, like people are so excited. In New York City, they're all like dead inside. They walk past so many homeless people that they're just like, <laughs> I shut off my heart the first day. Yeah. Isn't that hard though? Yeah. I've never gotten used to that. I, I'll never get used to it. So as I close my eyes and I say a prayer for that person, if I have food, I'll give them food. I don't usually, I, I have what like, you know. Yeah. I've only been in New York one time and it, everyone just felt very, very cold. Everyone's just like, laser focused on what they're doing and they're not paying yeah, attention to anything like, else or just boom they're, they're in coma new yorkers are in coma <laughs> unlike like this city has like all this city like people run down the stairs yeah they're don't underestimate new yorkers they got big hearts like if you're like they you see them carrying like helping women with their strollers they're good people yeah. they just got they just have a tough shell we have a tough very tough yeah. And and it's not that I mean I grew up in Jersey like it's really not you're probably you probably got some of that you probably have a little sarcasm like a little ball buster that Me? No, never. <laughs> no, I'm not sarcastic or ball busting at all. Um no that that is 100% me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. got some of that East Coast flavor. Yeah, I mean, I was born in Ohio. I was raised in Florida, and then I moved to moved up here about five years ago. So, I'm you know I've been up and down the East Coast. Where in Ohio? Right outside of Cleveland, in a city called Lorraine, right on Lake Erie. Oh, cool! I've been there. It to is the what beautiful. is it? The Christmas Story House we went to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's not too Went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I wasn't like I. I really like Motown better than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Have I've, you ever been to Motown? I've never been to Motown, but I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You have. You should go to Detroit. You have to go. Well, I. I'm not allowed to go to Michigan. I can't go there. Okay. Okay. I won't ask you I'm, questions. I'm. I'm. I, I'm. My. Uh, for religious purposes, I cannot go to Michigan. 
Oh, really? No. That sounds interesting. Um, no, it's just a, it's an Ohio joke because everyone in Ohio hates uh, Michigan. So. They hate, they do? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a football rivalry thing. I get it. I get it. I, I don't, but everyone hates New Jersey. They hate New Jersey. Every, but see, it's not just New York. It's like everyone in the United States I hates New Jersey. They just pick New Jersey. <laughs> just, like, it's like fuck New Jersey. That just needs to be somewhere else. <laughs> I was in I was in Prague one time, and like I I was drinking like I was in my early twenties and I was drinking absinthe and and like it was like I was at I went to a hostel. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I lost my mind unbelievable like i was just trying to, i was walking down the street like my name is rose i'm rose I'm rose like i was just fucking just remember my name like i'm good and this one guy was like kind of a dick to me he was like so and he said i'm like i think he like said he said i'm just some fake bitch from new jersey i was like what did you say about new jersey take it back like i was like come outside and fight me like i broke a bottle like let's go Take it back! Like, that's like one time I was like, <laughs> take it back! Oh. I really, I'm not kidding. I, I was like, my hand was bleeding. <laughs> my hand was bleeding. I was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, I, I don't, see, like, I don't know. A lot of people drive through New Jersey. Like, if you're going right by the, uh, Newark Airport is so ugly. Mm -hmm. And then where all those refineries are, where like standard oil, where all the oil comes in from like the Middle East, you know? Mm -hmm. That's a shitty part of New Jersey. And then sometimes like right by <laughs> exit 12, like Carter Red, it kind of smells like, kind of smells like someone farted. <laughs> Every time my husband's like, do you fart? Like, is that your breath? Oh, that's just New Jersey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess it's my fault. Yeah. Look at this card. Check out this one. Oh, that's a good. One. This one's the nine of swords. It's like a nurse okay. and and like a patient with like a straight jacket on. Interesting. Yeah, you got to check out this dude. I'll have to oh, look shit. it up. Yeah, I'll have to look it up because that seems like something I'm. Zombie Tarot. It's got it. really fucking great. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Yup. She's got a a. a a tattoo tarot card set so Wait, it's which one which one is yours babe no it's just called tattoo tarot yeah it's just called tattoo tarot oh really yeah do you guys ever do this you ever put like rocks in your water like like uh crystals and stuff do you ever put crystals in your water she says no i went into this little hippie store right okay and i tried some water and they had rose quartz and a couple other things in it. And that water felt like, oh, you know? I was like, this is really good water, but like spiritually, it's And um, so now I put those in my water, but water, like, you know, you ever hear that shit? Like, like almost like a, even if it's just a placebo effect. Yeah. But water, like, haven't you heard, like, if you talk to your plants, or if you call this water, like, shit water, well, it changes, it changes something inside, and the water's like, well, I guess I'm shit water then. Mm -hmm. But if you called it, like, like, this is, like, my, this is, this is, like, I don't know, rocket fuel, this is, whatever, cup of life. Me and my one friend called it a cup of life. And then I took a sip, and it, it I was like, oh, different world. So, or you can make a... Uh, 
I make moon water sometimes with, with those, like you can like manifest or you can ch like change it with your energy. And then I'll take that and I'll put it in my bath. I'll take all my roses, throw them in the bathtub, you know, mm -hmm. get the sage. And be like, and nomine patro spirito sancti. Is that how And nomine, you know what I'm talking about? The Catholic priests in the yes, movies? Yeah. I'm actually looking at three drying sage bundles right now on the floor. Don't you guys grow them? She does. Really? Yeah. Wow. What kind of sage is I have no idea. What kind of like sage white? is it? White sage? It's not white sage, no. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, guys, I might come to you in the apocalypse and we can trade something. <laughs> like if I run out of, sa out of sage. <clears throat> yeah, my my, uh, my girl's a badass. Yeah, she seems cool. Like <laughs> the plants, your plants look healthy back there. She does have they healthy do. plants. Healthy plants, you know, lots of crystals and everything else around this house. It, it feels very warm and homey. A lot of times, like, like I say, like, I work on movies and I'll always be like, like I'll see a plant and I'm like, ooh, I start like taking the dead leaves off and we gotta save them. Like I love, I love plants. Yeah, I'm not they, used to it, but it's I'm getting I'm getting more and more used to it every day. They change the, they bring life. Yeah. Plants are so fucking cool, and this is why I don't I won't give give anybody like you know, you live in like the cheesesteak capital of the world, right? <laughs> But I, a couple of years ago, I stopped eating meat, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but plants, like vegetables, I'm like obsessed with them because plants take, like every, you know, when an animal is something that has to get its food, its energy externally, right? Mm -hmm. Everything. So everything is based around the sun. And because of the ability that plants can take that light with photosynthesis and water and turn that like into food. They're the only ones who could do that. It's like straight sunlight. So if you eat plants, like you're eating the closest thing to sunlight. And then the further you go down the food chain, the more you're moving away from it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that. Well, I mean, it's just kind of like something that I've come to like think about because even when I was going to like Columbia, I studied this. Um, I took one semester and it was like, I studied like, Mexico, like I, I learned like a bit, like the basics of a Aztec language called Nahua. Mm -hmm. And if you see, like, you ever see that tortilla chip? It's X O C H M I T L. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes, that's a Nahua word. I think it means like flower or whatever. But that those T L's on the end, that's like Nahua. It's hard. It's like it's hard to like pronounce. But um, like the words are like super words like german and i took hebrew too like just for fun so you get like a long word so you can't just go look look at this word up in the dictionary because it's like seven words so it would be like prefix like my would be like no you know mm -hmm. blah 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 so then you, you at least i learned how to like break down words so i could look them up right find the root of the word which is kind of cool but um there was this one thing that they talked about like about the soul it was called there's two words kind of like for the soul and one of them's called noyoli or like y-o-l-i-i-t-l right 
and it means like that means like the life right so that's what life is life is energy right mm -hmm. so it's like that thing that you see inside of me that's like my life my soul but the other word for soul is called like tonatsli is like the word same root as the sun t-o-n-a-l and that is the heat right that's the heat of the sun. And it's also a word for the soul. I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. Like if there's a star in all of us, right? Think about it. When the star leaves your body, the heat source is gone. And then that's why our bodies go cold. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And anyway, everything, everything in the whole periodic, sorry, table of elements goes down to, you know, the first one, right? Yeah. First letter. H, hydrogen. Mm -hmm. That's what the sun is. It's a ball of hydrogen. hydrogen. And yeah. Everything else comes from that. So we are all, we're all stardust anyway. I mean, people say that, but I think that our job is to like guard that light. And you have to be so, you know, so careful with your body, I think, because like the body's like, it's like the house of your like light, like your soul. That's what I think. That's what I think it is. You know? It makes a lot of sense. It's, yeah. I mean, it gives you something to think about at least, you know? Um, Damn, that's actually pretty, pretty deep. To be honest with you, that's. <laughs> I know. Really that's deep. why, like, that's why my that song "Defend Your Temple" is about, like, you know, like my mom told me, like my mom was like an angel, but my mom said your body is a temple. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, all right, mom. You know, go back to baking my cookies or whatever. <laughs> oh, my laundry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, you know, but um, she told me that. But especially I want to say for women, because your body is like, it's like, uh, it's like the house of your soul. So like, it's so much more intimate for women because somebody has to like literally be inside you. Right. Mm -hmm. And with a dude, they have like a built in, they have like a meat weapon. Like it's not even fair. <laughs> and like, but so they can be more detached. Like someone could punch you in the face. You know what I mean? Just like that. And like, maybe they're not going to crumble, you know? Yeah. But if they reached open your door and then punched you in the face, you it's gonna hurt. I'm just saying, it's just like a different energy wise, it's different. And so I just think like there's every kind of person out there, like spiritually, and that's where we all go wrong because like everyone's so obsessed with looks. Like we we worship all these like fucking celebrities because of how they look, but like what's really important is what's inside, but you can't see that right away. You only see like red flags. You Correct. see like, yeah. like hints of people's fangs. So you can't go by looks. And like out there, there's every, there's narcissists, there's fucking murderers, there's fucking, yeah, like people who like, like, uh, like the more that they make people cry, it's like the harder they're jerking off. Do you know what I mean? Correct, yeah. There's, there's, there's gossipers, there's thieves, there's addicts, there's all kinds of, people have all kinds of different demons. And I feel like because it is an energy exchange, it's like your soul like up against theirs. And then it's almost like, this is what I think happens energetically. Like if one of these people is shitty and your light's good and you don't get anything out of it and they don't bring anything, that person leaves like feeling robbed, right? The other person leaves their little fucking skid mark shit smear across like a like stain on your soul, and then you feel like, what's happening to me? What's happening? <laughs> but yeah, like that's why this song is "Defend Your Temple" because I 
I watched like Cinderella growing up and stuff. Like I was really poor. I had like three VHSs. I had like Annie and Cinderella. I like throw mama from the train. Do you remember? Hey, I remember one? that one. That was that good. so good. <laughs> Ellen, like with the scissors. On. <laughs> that was like, and Willow. I had Willow. I was like, I'm still like obsessed with all those. I even think that Little Orphan Annie is like one of my musical influences. I can, make, I can understand that. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah. I forgot what we were talking. What were we talking about? You were talking about the, um, what the hell were you talking about? I like how you are about. Mo- you were talking about movies and, um, one of the movies. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. What movie were you talking about, though? See? Now our ADHD is going crazy. Um. About movies? Yeah. You were talking about, you know, you were well, connecting the put- movie. Oh, Cinderella. You were talking about Cinderella. Oh, yes. You're yes. so good at this. Yeah. I wish, you know what? I wish you were like the stenographer inside my head. Like, what was I saying? I go back to you and you pull the typewriter out. And you're like, you were saying, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. So Cinderella. Cinderella, because I went back and what, even when I was going at school, I took another history class and I studied 100 years of advertising towards women. And I, was, I started looking at shit like Cinderella and Barbie and it is so fucked up. It yep. is so fucked up. And we'll just, I just want to say really quickly, what they do, what they do is because insecurities are worth billions of dollars. They Absolutely. have everyone feeling just ugly enough to keep us all shopping. Like, you know, they have black people, you know what I mean? Like, like they've been like making them look bad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. like a couple hundred years. And it's, like I was saying, like it's so much that we see these images all the fucking time. They have everybody feeling bad about us. And meanwhile, they're slipping like high fructose corn syrup in there, making us fatter. And then they're like, and then they pop up like, here's a diet. Here's a diet trick. 99, you know, 29. They do that to us all fucking day long to make us feel bad. Mm-hmm. But with little girls, basically they start them off with like a dress up, right? They start off like little kids, like, here's your doll, dress up your doll. But, and then like, I would look at like Barbie and it would be like, change Barbie's eye color, change your hair color, change her, like they get them like shopping early. But Cinderella was like, first of all, as a story, it sucks. Because it does she's, suck. the, she's the heroine. She doesn't fucking do anything but she cry. Doesn't. Exactly. The mice come in, like what? That's not realistic. The mice come in, the fairy godmother. She's afraid that the prince won't love her. And it's all about a fucking high heel. She's like hopping through the night yep. with like a broken high heel, like a wounded antelope. You know how many like adult women I see? It's not much different. Three o'clock yeah. in the morning when the fire's let out, you see one girl with like, no, just like Cinderella, begging, yeah. just love me, like pick me, pick well, me. Yeah, Cinderella, I mean, yeah, she's the biggest piece of shit princess ever. I mean, as a, as a cartoon, I didn't really notice it. But yeah. then, however long ago, seven, eight years ago, when that live-action Disney Cinderella came out. I didn't see that. I'm oh, my fucking... God. It was even worse. It was really? it made it that much more horrible. Like, I walked out of that movie theater feeling disgusted with my gender. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just watching the whole thing, it's like, it, it just, like, that whole idea of Cinderella sucks. Yeah. It's just some sucks. man. Yeah. Some man's going to come and save you and, like, complete you, but... Then, like, Pretty Woman is the same as fucking Cinderella. But, like, yeah. Pretty Woman's a little bit cooler because she's like, whoa, like, she can drive a stick ship. Like, come on! Like, she yeah. gets... 
<laughs> she could drive a stick shift and like, you know, she knows things. She fought the whole debate team. She could like do the guy's tie. Like she's done stuff. Like she's more than Cinderella. Yep. But yeah. it's the same shit. The mice are the people in the lobby who help her go shopping. Mm-hmm. And then again, but but the, the cool thing about the end of like Pretty Woman, she's like, he's like, all right, I love you. He cons his fire escape and she's like, fuck you, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, okay, only because you're rich, right? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah, the, I mean, like, and there was one part of the, well, it's in both of them, but in the live action, it's even worse. When uh, she's wearing her mother's dress and they tear it apart and they start making fun of her while wearing it and stuff like that. You know, they just she just lets it happen and then goes and cries in the corner. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, stand up for yourself. She did nothing but, yeah. but get beat up the entire time. And I know there's, you know, a little bit of, you know... Um, you know, some definite PTSD there, and there's some other stuff going on there. But at the same time, she literally said nothing. She just let it happen and waited for Prince Charming to come save her. And and I have a problem with that. And then you go go and look around at Disney. Look at how creepy they're selling these kids. Like, try on this $700 princess dress. But it's, it's – and then Ariel, too, the Little Mermaid. I just thought about the other day. Like, Ariel sold her soul. She sold her soul. Yep. You remember? She's like – that's exactly what she did yep and for a man she sold her gifts and talents for a man some of them some of them are you know not all that way like oh no not all of them no the wizard of oz is pretty great because a lot of times in life like like i said we're animals like we already have that in us that we don't feel whole like we have to eat and then we feel whole for like a period of time then you take a dump and it's all over again the cycle so people do that. We have to do it with food and water, but people do it with sex. They do it with drugs. They do it with like power, whatever, whatever like feeds their soul. Mm-hmm. We, we do it anyway, but they just have us feeling just ugly enough and like so fucked up, like not like, yo, like, you know, we're like, I guess that there was that one movie, Kick-Ass, with the little girls, like, punching everyone. That was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I love that We movie. need to see more stuff like that. We do. And that's what that song... I love it. It's a good song. It really is. Um, that was a, It's the opening song to the track, um, to the album. So definitely... Uh, and that single is available now, Defend Your Temple. Uh, available everywhere streaming is available. And then the album, Queen of Swords, comes out on August 13th. Yeah, like I said, I listened to the whole album uh, cover to cover this morning, and it, it is... That's it is pretty a, awesome. It is a banger. Um, Thank you. So, guys, check out the single now, Defend Your Temple, which we were just talking about, and then the whole thing. August 13th, um, Queen of Swords. And, uh, Rosie, I had a blast talking to you. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Thanks. And we will definitely keep in touch, and uh, we will definitely be there on the 30th of October to watch you play. You guys are fucking cool. We appreciate really that. Cool. We will, yeah, you really are. But we will uh, we'll chat again soon. Like um, I'll uh, I'll hit you up and we'll, we can uh, exchange information. We'll go from there. Are you on Instagram? Yes. Follow, yeah. I followed you back already. What is it? Um, it's at Suck It Podcast. I'll 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 hit you up here okay. in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. All right. Appreciate tell it. you tell your girlfriend. I will. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys, and that is the show for Tuesday. 
I hope you fucking enjoyed that because I know the fuck I did. That was in one of the most insane conversations I have ever had on this show, and I am a better person for it. So I hope you guys enjoyed that because I sure as fuck know I did. But guys, please come back tomorrow for another fucking edition of Suck It Podcast on a Wednesday. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. We will see you guys later. Peace.